Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning, friends, and welcome to Sweden. Michelle and I, we crossed over the border yesterday. The border control officer gave us absolutely no trouble, and I just had to show my negative COVID test and uh, yeah it was all smooth from there uh, we arrived at 7 30 yesterday in this new home of ours where we're going to be living for about a year so that uh, michelle can get her citizenship here in sweden which makes it a lot easier for she and i to be planning our future together so this place is absolutely gorgeous it's on the top of a very steep hill Actually, yesterday when I drove up that hill, I was looking around wondering what house it was and I stopped in the middle of the hill and it was so steep that my car couldn't actually make it up on the first gear. So I had to roll back down and, and make another go at it. So properly on the top of the hill with a fantastic view of the ocean, there's a, an open expanse of water on the other side. There's a nature reserve, so there's just the wild nature on the other side and big open windows and beautiful, you know, less is more Scandinavian interior design and architecture. So, boy, I feel like this is um, hitting gold. I'm really grateful and I uh, look forward to building my life here over the next months. So welcome here. I'm going to be introducing you to the nature here over the next weeks and months and take you down to the ocean and into the woods. There's just a ton of nature around here. But still, for now, I'm inside and ready to wrap up this challenging week that we've had together. You know, deep down, I'm just a sweet guy, really. I just want everyone to be happy and to to be generous with people, though I'm cursed and blessed with a gene that is dedicated to truth above all else. I worship truth. Anything that is not truth, I see as very destructive to personal sovereignty, to dignity, to the future of a culture, a nation, a civilization. And we're right in the middle of a breakdown of truth in our culture. You see how the media lies, you see how politicians lie, you see how institutions lie, and nobody just seems to care about telling the truth anymore. And I think that is in large part because we're helplessly immature populace, because we don't have rites of passage anymore, we don't have initiations. And so people would rather be comfortable than take the risk of telling the truth. I don't want to be one of those people. And if you're listening to this, I hope that you don't either. And if you do, I hope you will change. Because as people who are listening to this podcast, I'd like to see us as a bit of a community. By now, we are uniting for truth. We're uniting for truth because we know that this is what is going to keep creating and evolving a more beautiful future for all of us. 
lies are always destructive. And yet we are now in a cultural moment where truth doesn't matter because truth has literally been deconstructed. So we have to look at the three players in the culture wars in order to understand what's going on. You know, every new evolution in human consciousness tends to come with a with a beautiful a goodness, a passion, an opening, a dedication to something new in humanity. And so this is what happened with the traditionalist, monotheistic, uh, Christian, and also other monotheistic cultures. This is what happened with them, is that they they brought something new into the world, the rule of law and to have morals and so on, you know. And before that, it was just feudal chaos and egos reigning supreme. And now there was a moral code and rules that we could abide by so as to create some level of order in our civilization. And that was obviously a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cultural innovation that eventually started to implode back in on itself as the church, for instance, started to become tyrannical and would shut down all they perceived as standing against them because maybe they were close to nature, they were herbalists, or they were shamans, or they carried out various pagan traditions, and the church wanted them gone. Now a worldview that was beautiful for a while started to implode in on itself because that worldview had ceased to lead evolution forwards. And so then you get the Western Enlightenment because people are tired of the church killing people just for saying what is true. And you have a beautiful new emergence of the rational thought and the wonderful of the scientific paradigm and the then the mind and the intellect coming into ascendancy. And at that point, that was beautiful and it was necessary because it was moving beyond pure superstition and the the rule of saints and sinners and you know the, the wrathful Old Testament God. And now there, were, there was some level of ah, justice outside of the religious context. And that was necessary because religion and the church had gone astray. And then, of course, that evolution happens over several hundreds of years until we see the utter horrors of industrialized warfare and the over-rationalization and the loss of soul and the loss of heart and the egregious over-extensions of, of corporations that are just raping and pillaging the planet and not caring about sustainability. And so clearly it's no longer the leading edge. And so now again, we have another evolution that led us into the moment where we are at now, where we were looking at these traditional religious saints and sinner cultures and say, oh, this is not good. And the world's are looking at the raping of the planet by the corporations and the capitalist rule that had gone too far and started to create separations that weren't supposed to be there initially. And so now we have the emergence of sensitivity in the culture and of more empathy and bringing out the, the rights of women and inclusivity and stopping to discriminate um, based on gender and sexual orientation and ethnicity and, and so on. And this was so important. It was so important. 
when it started to emerge into culture many decades ago. And yet again, a cultural evolution, a frame of consciousness comes to its ultimate conclusion, where if it doesn't allow itself to evolve to the next level, it starts to implode on itself. And again, it becomes tyrannical. And so now that's where we are. This progressive cultural relativism, subjectivity, worshiping, so-called inclusiveness has turned tyrannical, racist, sexist, and um, it's just ceased to be a force for good in the world. It demands that women stop being feminine. It demands that men stop being masculine. It demands that everyone who was successful in the past two paradigms are unsuccessful in this one. And so now you, you say that, okay, so if you're if you're a white man, for instance, you should be on the bottom of the of the food chain now because you've been succeeding in the past years. And so it's a funny 180 where the beautiful opening and embracing of all of these new perspectives actually ends up right back to where it started and becomes what it fought against just in drag just did a 180 and it's becoming exactly the same but just in drag and so we're there now we're there at the point where truth has ceased to be because the relativism of the progressive postmodern mindset and consciousness doesn't allow truth to be anything but oppressive patriarchal rule and so you need to deconstruct truth yeah and so this is why subjectivity becomes to the thing that rules supreme. And in the subjectivity frame, there is one weapon that trumps all other weapons. What is that? Trauma and victimhood. So we live in a culture that's trauma aware, but it's not aware of the keys to resolving trauma. And so we just keep increasing and escalating our levels of trauma in order to perpetuate the paradigm that we're operating within. Which means that this paradigm that purports to help people is actually turning them into deeper and deeper and deeper levels of suffering because they have absolutely no vision of thriving. The only vision they have is trauma. And they go to resolve trauma in various workshops and so on and so forth, but the actual teaching doesn't have the real key for the resolution of trauma. And so it becomes big business to teach people how to be traumatized and how to be victimized. And eventually that becomes the new weapon of mass destruction. And it actually becomes the way in which the woke God, the cancel God awakens from the pagan past and again starts to demand human sacrifice. Because I'm suffering so much. And if you're happy, you shouldn't be, you bastard. And so we need to cancel you. We're going to look into your past and see if we can find one thing that you did wrong. And if you did that wrong, I'm not going to even consider the fact that it's actually just a tenth of the wrongs that I've done in my life. And so I'm going to cancel you. And then I don't realize that in the process, I'm actually putting myself into the mouth of the cancel God myself. And then somebody else is going to come and see my dirty past. And then I'm going to be canceled. And the cancel God feeds and it keeps feeding in a world of lies and deception.
this is all happening because we stopped respecting the role of the warrior archetype in our culture. We came to associate the warrior archetype with oppression and patriarchy. And so now we don't have boundaries anymore. We don't sacrifice in order to tell the truth. We don't want to put anything on the line to fight for something good. Everything is supposed to be comfortable. Everything is supposed to be something that is validating my uniqueness and how beautiful I am. And you shouldn't care that I'm doing all kinds of stupid things in my life that are actively hurting me. No, rather, we should take the activity that I'm engaging in to hurt myself and turn it into something beautiful. Now we're going to say that it's if you're overeating to the point of putting yourself at risk of dying from COVID, we're going to celebrate your your your, your obesity and, and celebrate how we're breaking free from the norm of thin and skinny people. And we would completely ignore the fact that you're actually putting yourself at grave risk of death. This is what happens in a world of lies, is that we dive a grave for ourselves. And then we fight for the right to bury ourselves alive. And if anyone says to us, maybe it's better to choose life, then we say, fuck off. I have chosen my path. I am beautiful. Don't come here and tell me that I'm ugly. I'm going to lay down in the grave now and you go away. It's a death cult. That's what it is. It's a death cult. And in the absence of boundaries, in the absence of discipline, in the absence of the willing to sacrifice, we have lost the, the, the structure of our ego because we don't have delineations of true and false anymore. We don't have delineations between activities that are less valuable and activities that are more valuable because we see hierarchy as oppressive. And so we aren't even able to see something as more or less valuable because it's a value hierarchy and all hierarchies are oppressive. And so we come to the point where there's seriously no separation between anything in life. And so we're plunged down into the cosmic soup, into the archetypal soup in which we start to dissolve. We start to dissolve in this cosmic soup of non-separation. And now we come to be stripped of our personhood we we literally stop being a person and we become hijacked by an archetypal dynamic and this is why people that worship the cancel god gradually over time turn insane and i don't mean that in a derogatory way i mean that in a clinical way i mean that literally they lose their minds because their the structure of their psyche dissolves and when that happens, you become exposed to the archetypal flames of the collective unconscious. This is how people have lost their minds since the beginning of time. It's just that now, in this day and age, we're celebrating it as something beautiful. So the more mental illness you have, the more beautiful you, you are. And you, you deserve all kinds of love because you're suffering. And we don't even need to talk about the fact that you're suffering because you believe in completely whack job theories about reality. Let's not talk about that. And so here we are, trapped, completely trapped in an utterly broken frame. And so we're seeing our reality 
falling apart around us. And that is why the occult arises. Because when the boundaries of separation start dissolving, the occult emerges because the occult emerges from that liminal soup. It is a magical, uh, it is a kind of magical state of being when you go into the occult. And so I just, I just really, at this point, I cannot express a more sincere warning at the end of this week than I am now. You have to mount the warrior archetype internally because when you drown in the clinically insane culture that we are creating for ourselves, your life is over. And it's, it's probably not going to be possible to come back from it because the level of damage it does to a psyche is enormous. It literally starts burning away at your sanity. So this is why this has been important this week that for me to talk about, yeah, we, we now live in an occult world, a world of lies, and that we're here because we completely deconstructed truth. We deconstructed everything about boundaries and hierarchies. And now we're floating in a soup of pure subjectivity where we have nothing to kneel to. Everything is about us and we begin to worship ourselves. And when we worship ourselves and we place ourselves over the divine, we start losing our mind because we are not built as human beings for that. Do you think the indigenous cultures thousands of years ago we're standing under the night sky, looking up at the Milky Way and thinking, boy, am I great. I am so great. And everything that I do is fantastic. Do you think that's what they did? No, of course not. They humbled themselves in the face of the mystery, in the face of the cosmos. And in humbling themselves, they became great. This is our job. This is how we become sovereign. We must humble ourselves. We must realize that there are certain laws of nature and also of the psyche that we need to abide by if we're going to have functional and reasonably happy lives. And if we choose to disobey those laws and create new laws that are entirely human, ideologically based laws, and now, yeah, well, you, see, you know what happens. The ultimate, the ultimate invocation is that of the cancel god. Human sacrifice is back in fashion. So, maybe it's time for us to choose a different path. Maybe it's time for us to choose love. Yet again. Maybe it's time for us to have genuine inclusivity of all sexes and gender permutations and sexual orientations and ethnicities, religions, without killing truth in the process. We need to synthesize what once was beautiful about this postmodern emergence, this relativistic emergence, with everything that came before, and then we will have a quantum leap into a new consciousness for humanity. This is what I'm dedicated towards. I will keep working for this. And I hope you will keep listening and keep participating in the conversation. And now the sun is finally coming out here. And boy, it is so gorgeous. I'm going to be 
dropping some photos of this place inside the telegram group so that you have an opportunity to check it out. Maybe just a little bit to make you jealous, but just a little bit. Mostly to celebrate that the new life that Michelle and I are starting is finally here. And I'm grateful for that. Have a glorious weekend, my friend. Be well. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.